Hi, and welcome back to the Coffee with Carissa podcast, where I am going to be reviewing a lot of businesses' information that they're sending through to me in a new series that I'm starting, giving off-the-cuff business growth advice based on the information that you're sending me on how to grow your business to the money goal that you want to make per month and also to be able to get the savings that you want in your savings account because a big passion of mine is building businesses that pay you well uh, because the amount of effort and time that you put into building your business it really should be supporting you in all ways financially and fulfillingly if that's a word um but yeah, one of my favorite things to do is if people send me through information about, you know, where they're currently at, how much money they're currently making, what they want to be making, then my brain just tends to come up with ideas and strategies for how to make that work. Typically, when I have consulting calls with business owners, like people book me one-on-one for an hour, um, they, I ask a lot of questions, they tell me a lot of information, and then I just come up with like ad ideas and strategies, and I write posts for them or ads for them and they go and set them up and get bookings coming in. So I'm going to do that in some episodes upcoming. Uh, Now the first one is, and I do have permission from these people to share this information. I'm not going to share business names or last names, but I will reference uh, first names if I've had their permission. So the first one's from Jessica. She's in Texas in the USA and she has a lash extension business. I've had a little chat with Jessica already in my DMs and she sounds super bubbly, super fun and super driven. Um, Currently her business is doing between three to five thousand dollars a month and she wants to get it up to ten to fifteen thousand dollars a month. Some people think that you know you get stuck with where you're at and you can't see or like you have this goal for what you think you want like from five to ten k months and you just can't see how it's possible um so what i want to try and do in these episodes is expand your thinking a little bit so that you can see how it is possible Uh, myself personally i have every business that i've started i have been able to double it each year like when i first started my beauty salon business um, I doubled it the first year, quit my job, doubled, like hired someone, doubled it again, opened a second location, hired some more people, doubled it again um, until I was ready to you know, sell that business and I discovered that I loved marketing and sales, um, that part of my business the most so I went into teaching marketing and sales to other salon owners and I've been doing that ever since for the last 10 years. Um, so yes, yeah, Jessica is her best month at the moment is about 5k. She wants to get for 10 to 15k. So for the purpose of this episode, well, let's look at doubling it for the year. Um, oh, I forgot in my coaching business as well. When I started that, I got it up from a uh, hundred thousand the first year. Uh, I think it was 250 the second year. The third year was, um, gosh, I'm having a mind blank now. I can't remember. I think I from it was about went up to like 700 or something in the third year and then I got over a million dollars a year by the fourth year so it was kind of doubling each year um, and then I had an advertising agency that I started where the same thing the first year was um, 100,000 the second year was two to 250,000 and then I sold that company um, for a very nice profit which was the goal um, but yes okay so back to Jessica um, she, I asked her, does she pay herself every week? And she currently does not. So the first thing that if, if you have a business and you're not currently paying yourself, even if you're brand new in business, 
the most important thing to do if you want to have like you know a lot of savings in your bank account which i highly recommend because that's where your financial freedom is going to come from you won't have to worry about money anymore if you've got way more than you need and this has been something that i've done in every single one of my businesses so that i don't stress about money um have so much money put aside that even if your business was to you know completely stop for whatever reason you could still live on that money for quite a long time while you figure out what you're going to do next um so she doesn't currently pay herself so the first suggestion i'm going to make jessica and anyone in jessica's position if you're not paying yourself is just set up an automatic payment to put some money aside every single week there's a book that everyone recommends called profit first personally i haven't read it but i think i've just been doing that um instinctively or um, yeah, just like, I think I had a coach once that told me that I had to do it. So I just started doing it. So just if, even if it's a dollar a week, like it's building the habit of paying yourself some money and saving some money. When I first started, I think I started putting aside $350 a week because that's what I could afford. Um, and occasionally when I started doing this, I did have to dip back into it every now and then if I needed some money for, you know, wages or expenses or, taxes or stock or something like that I'd have to draw back from it um, but the thing is I kept the habit I kept it as an automated scheduled payment every single week um, and I could transfer bef between accounts if I needed to but over the years I think I started doing that when I was maybe 23 years old um, gradually just kind of increased it to like 450 a week then 550 a week and you know, eventually when my business got up to the level that I could pay myself a six-figure wage, which is over $2,000 a week, I've been doing that now for over seven years or close to seven years. Um, so yeah, start paying yourself is the first thing that you need to do. Go and open up your online banking right now and just set it up as whatever you can, 50 bucks a week, 300 bucks a week, something, make it a weekly thing. Um, now, she'd like to have $30,000 in her savings account, which is a great goal. I think she should definitely aim for that. So the first thing, the first thing that my brain does um, when someone tells me I want to have 30K in my savings account is I automatically go, well, how much is that every single week? So if I open up my calculator, because I cannot calculate in my brain, and we type up 30,000 and we divide that by... 52 weeks in a year that is 576 dollars a week if she wants to reach that within one year so if you think you can comfortably or just start putting aside 576 dollars a week or 600 dollars a week into a savings account by the end of a year you will have that 30k if you can't commit to that much then halve it and aim for it over two years which would be 288 dollars a week or three hundred dollars a week so um, that becomes your goal then to start transferring that money from your business into a savings account um, how many members team members does she have she's got two to three um, so she's got two sorry herself and her first employee she's been in business for eight years um, she's just hired yeah her first person and she's going to be doing lashes alongside me at an hourly rate so that's a really really good progress for her business that means it's growing and it means that she's able now to take on more clients because if it is just you doing the work and i realized this at a really young age as well then you're capped you cannot physically grow 
anymore if you are limited by the amount of hours that you can work um, and also the amount of energy that you have like sometimes I'd try and fit in so many people because I wanted to make more money in my business um, but then I'd burn out and then I couldn't you know work very well for a little while after that and this is a vicious cycle that I kept getting myself into um, so when I realized that I could hire someone and then they could do the work and I would still make a profit from that then I was like well this is the strategy I want for my business I don't want to be the one that's stuck doing all the work I want to hire people to do the services um, and I want to focus on bringing in the clients um, for those people with the marketing uh, so that's really really good progress that means she can definitely double her revenue if she has double the amount of clients and uh, double the amount of people that can service the clients so her biggest challenge and struggle right now though she said is gaining new clients so she said a while ago she used to turn away clients left and right um, because she was so busy but now she struggles to get them um, when she's doing posts on social media she's not really getting messages of people trying to book in and this is actually that something that I have been hearing again and again and again from people recently just with what's happening in the world um, you know people don't have as much money inflation's crazy people are cutting back on luxury spending um, it's not everyone though like there are still people out there that are spending money but it's, it's just a fact that this is what's happening in the economy and in the market right now, not just in the hair and beauty industry, but in a lot of different industries. Um, so the first place my brain goes with this is, well, we have to first look at who are the people that are booking and that are spending money. And let's find out as much as possible about these people because these are the people that we want to try and start attracting with our marketing. Um, if your marketing used to just kind of attract, you know, anyone who wanted lashes because most people were buying lashes because they had the money and now that's not the case, but there are still people that are coming in and getting them done regularly, then what are these people like? I actually did ask one of my, um, one of my high-end mastermind clients um, who has a lash sale on this question recently and we discovered because I go to her I get my lashes done religiously every month because I love them currently they've actually all fallen off because I had to cancel my last appointment because I was sick you can probably still hear it a little bit in my voice um and I feel naked and weird but yeah I get them done all the time because I value them and I love them and I make it a part of my routine and, and they make me feel better when I have them on I don't have to I feel like I just don't need to wear much makeup and I just look nice um, and she's got so many other regular clients that are like that as well. So after we dug into that and asked a little bit of questions about who these people were, most of her best clients are either other business owners or entrepreneurs, have a side hustle, or people that are quite high up in um, their career. So they have a decent salary. So when you know who the type of people are that you want to attract, that's when you can start creating really good marketing and really great advertising that calls those people in. Um, so the first step that I would like to suggest Jessica do is to really kind of do a little bit of market research on her own clients, like the good ones, or well, not the good ones, I don't like to say there's good or bad, but like the, the most 
um, <laughs> what am I trying to say? The clients that come in religiously and are loyal and they value her service and they come back again and again. See if there's any similarities between them, either in their careers, in their lifestyles, in their interests, um, and that kind of thing. And then you can use that information in your targeting on social media and also you can create like packages and bundles and themed little offers or um, things like that that are specifically designed to attract that type of person and that's how marketing should be done. Um, so I also asked her how is her mindset and mental health at the moment. Uh, she said her mindset's good generally a pretty positive person but it is getting hard wondering why new clients aren't booking i did just do a remodel of the salon i brought on another lash artist so now it's a worry that new clients aren't coming now this is also something that can happen um energetically i suppose as well when you up level when you change things like if you are upgrading your um, space and you're bringing on new people you are completely changing the energy of your business and there can be this kind of buffering period or readjustment period I've been through this many times myself and I do believe in energetic stuff like this and different vibrations um, so when she's changed now there's going to be a a bit of change happen within the business so I believe in the physical and the non-physical side of everything. Energetically, you're probably going through a bit of a transition right now. You will come out of it. There will be, you know, higher level, um, higher vibration clients that will start coming in. Um, but also on the physical level, we do have to be realistic as well and also look at what's happening in the world right now and what's happening in the market right now and adjust to that, um, meaning... And I was thinking about this just before while I was snacking on some popcorn, um, <laughs> mindlessly having a bag of popcorn open, snacking, staring into space, thinking about marketing, <laughs> what I typically do, um, is that if the market has changed and, you know, people aren't buying the way that they used to or buying the things that they used to, then it, the business owner a lot of business owners blame the market and that's like and they put themselves into victim mode whether they're conscious of it or not they're like it's the market's fault things are changed people aren't spending money poor me um as an entrepreneur it's actually your duty and responsibility to be to understand your market to obsess over them and if the market changes then you change with it i did a live stream in my coffee with carissa facebook group a while ago about um making money during a recession or growing business during a recession and it was kind of all about this if you haven't seen it it's featured in the top of my group um but yeah like if people don't want to buy what they used to be buying then you need to find out what they do want to buy and sell them that I had a little daydream the other day as well I was like well if I owned a hair or beauty salon right now still and let's say people that were coming in for spray tans um, now were tanning at home because they wanted to save money, the first thing I'd be doing would be selling at-home tanning products. Like, if that's what people want to buy, that's what I'm selling. So that's what I'm going with this. Like, if people are trying to do their lashes at home, then don't complain about them not coming into the salon or don't obsess about trying to get more of them into the salon. Start selling, do your lashes at home 
kits like become a part of that market because if that's what people want then that's what you need to provide them with you can do that at any time there's no rule saying you only have to sell what you currently sell um, and I did this a lot when I had my salons as well is that I'd like oh okay so if I want to make more money but I'm limited by the location that I'm in doing hair extensions and spray tans if I want to take on more of the market then I'm going to have my own brand of spray tan solution and hair extensions that I import from overseas and then I can sell them to anywhere around the world um, and so I had a hundred salons at the biggest point of my wholesale range like stocking my hair and ordering it from everywhere and I could just post it out and make extra money without those clients needing to come into the salon and get them done um, and I still made a hundred to two hundred dollars profit just from posting an order out uh, still had to do marketing of course but that's that's what I mean with this like if, if the market changes if people aren't buying what they used to buy you can sell them what they want to buy you just have to figure that out Okay, so that's hopefully a little bit of a mindset shift around worrying about money because a lot of people are just kind of, they're worried about not making the money that they want. So my advice is either, yes, improve your marketing, look at the type of people that are spending and attract more of those, or look at your market, the people that used to be spending, what are they buying instead now if they've changed and how can you sell them that what are their current problems now and how can you solve that problem with a product or a service okay so I also asked her do you have children and how are you finding parenting running a business because and I'm asking all my clients this nowadays because I have two little boys and they exhaust me and I cannot give the amount of energy to my business that I used to so I know if someone's in the same boat as me um, I, it's my job as a mentor, as a coach consultant, like I don't want to put too much extra on their plate. I want to take, I want to give them extra time by, I want to save them time basically by making it easier for them. Um, so she's got two kids around the same age as mine, three and six. She works until 1 PM Monday to Friday and she juggles work and home life as well. So I get it. It's exhausting. It's crazy. So when you are wanting to grow a business while dealing with that as well, you really have to start getting very selective and disciplined with how you spend your time and I know this can be a struggle especially when you're tired and when you're thinking about all of the like personal life and housework and kids stuff that you've got to manage um but the the only thing that saves me or the thing that saves me best is pen and paper every single day I have to write down like a list of the things that I think that I need to get done that day and then look at well which are the things that are actually going to get me further towards my goal and if my goal is saving money making money uh growing my business then i know the main things that i need to be focused on are marketing and sales activities so they become my priority or i hire someone to do those because that's where the growth comes from so even if she's hired this new girl to do lashes now and this is just my brain going in ideas mode um and she's struggling with time because she has kids and if there's not enough clients in the salon then I'd be getting this new girl trained up in sales, sales conversations, following up, um, checking in with existing clients, um, social media posts, social media engagement and I would be getting her to do a bunch of these other things that are going to continue helping growing the brand um, 
or even train her in how to run ads and manage ads, I have a course for that that can train you and your team to have your own little in-house advertising agency. Just my own little plug in there. But I created that because I know there's people like me who want to advertise and they're like, I just don't have the bloody time or energy, but I have a staff member and she has nothing to do and it's costing me money. Like, get her doing something that's going to make some money. It's just makes sense, right? Um, so yeah, I just like to understand what people's personal lives are like as well as their business lives these days, because I know it all impacts each other. The other question that I've started asking people in my contact forms are, um, are you in a relationship? How is your romantic life? And does it affect your business positively or negatively? Because, oh my God, this also can have a huge influence on your confidence, your self-esteem, how supported you feel, how motivated you feel. Um, if you're in a healthy, really good relationship with a supportive partner who's, you know, encouraging you, then you're going to usually do quite a bit better than if you're in a relationship with someone who is not very supportive or that you can't share things with. And I do know this from experience, or in my case, I used my business as an escape from a relationship I was unhappy with and my business actually did very well because of that. Um, but deep down, there was a part of me that was really unfulfilled. Um, I won't go into that in this episode. Also, she's married. Uh, she's in. Pr she's pretty good at keeping her work life and her married life separate. Um, she said, I do think my husband can be a bit of a downer when I talk about business, so I don't mention that much to him. So in that case, it's not, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a bad thing. Like ideally you would want your partner to be, you know, interested in what you do, supportive of you, etc. But if they have their own different interests and whatever, then like it's, it's not necessarily terrible. Um, but it does mean that if you can't go to your partner about your business, that you do need someone else or a support group that you can. So I've always found it really beneficial personally to either be in a mastermind group or some kind of networking group or have other like-minded business friends um, so that I can, you know, surround myself with people who are trying to do um, what, or doing things, not trying to do, that are actually doing the things that I want to do. Like put your, be the small fish in the big pond, surround yourself with people that are playing a bigger game than you and you will naturally be inspired by them and it will elevate you and lift you up. Um, so yes, if you're not getting that currently in any of your current friendships or relationships, that is a life hack that is really gonna help your business grow if, because you do become like the people that you surround yourself with or that you are surrounded by as a, as a default. Um, so that's a really important thing to keep in mind. Um, so, and I asked her, on a scale of 1 to 10, how ready are you to invest in growing your business um, and improving your life right now, meaning advertising, education, courses, etc. Um, 10 being, heck yeah, I love investing in education and coaching and advertising. 1 being, I don't want to spend money. So she said a 9, which I like, I love the honesty throughout her answers actually. She said 9, I know I need to buy money. <laughs> I'm frugal though and I only want to spend like $20 on a post because I fear it'll be a waste and not work. I want to talk about this. Um, if I know the post will get me clients, I'm hoping to spend more. Money's tight in the household at the moment, so it's hard to let it go. So yes, absolutely, I understand 
that situation it is a little bit scary it can feel a bit risky um, here's what I recommend to this I always recommend giving yourself a testing budget for advertising and marketing so and, and just having that as something that you are happy to basically waste every week if your ads don't work um, obviously we hope that they will but realistically every idea that you have it's it's a conversion game like business is literally just like a numbers and percentages game so 80 20 rule some things that you do are going to take off and be amazing and other things are going to not be so much and are going to flop and I've been doing this for um I don't know how many years since I was 21 and I'm about to turn 38 so whatever that is um in like advertising and it's just still happens. I still have ideas that are amazing and take off and I have several of them that, that just don't. Um, and I don't let myself get bothered by it, but I kind of budget and allow for it, I suppose, so that I don't get upset and I just see it as a like, okay, so that one worked um, and that, that one didn't. So I'll just learn from that. I won't do that anymore. I'll do, and I'll do more of this one. Um, so my recommendation is if you like what I used to do basically is have I'd spend five dollars a day on a boosted post for a week which was 35 dollars a week and I was happy to spend 35 dollars a week even if it didn't work like if I was boosting a post because I even if I didn't get any bookings from that post more so rather than if it didn't work because my vision has always been long term when I'm growing a business as well in marketing and I know that if I boost a post for a week for 35 dollars even if I don't get any bookings directly from that post, meaning no one messages me directly from that post or comments directly on that post, it's still marketing and branding and advertising for me. I'm still putting myself out there. I'm still allowing new people to see my work. I'd get some new followers from that. And I'd also just trust that there's people out there that aren't ready to buy right now, but the more that they see things from me, the closer they get, because that's how sales psychology works as well there's different parts of the market there's people that are ready to buy right now and there's people that aren't ready and don't even know you exist at all so they really need to see you the first time and then see you a lot more times before they start to be start thinking about oh, oh yeah maybe I should check this business out maybe I should go here so I always just kind of accept that as well um and if I was to spend 35 to $50 a week on an ad and it didn't get any direct bookings, I still know that it's growing my brand and growing my reputation and bringing new people into my, like, yeah, my space. Um, my space. <laughs> I started on my space back in the day. Um, yeah. So strategy-wise... Um, for what I will do or would do if I was her or as her mentor, consultant, coach, etc. to tell to get her growing is first of all, she does need new clients. If she's just brought on a new team member and she wants to double the business, um, I didn't ask about client retention. I'm not sure what her retention rate's like. I should maybe add that question into my questionnaire. Um, but if she has already like regular clients who are coming back um, and that's where most of her three to five k a month is coming from now then we can aim for twice that many clients and then that should ideally give her the revenue that she wants to be making um, instead so up to you know 10k months um, 
So new clients, some of the best ways to do that are, well, firstly, know who the people are that you want to attract. A lot of people just think like, oh, I want new clients. I'll put together a special offer and I'll just put it out there and I'll just see what happens. If you want to do it strategically and you want to do it well, you firstly have to start with who am I trying to attract? And the answer can't be everyone or the answer can't be, oh, women between the ages of 16 to 50 or like you need to specifically be able to identify like one person or one or two people and see them in your mind. Like I, I recommend basing it off a real client that you have now. If you have an amazing client or several amazing clients that are quite similar, um, create your, you know, um, ideal customer avatar based on those people and then ask yourself this question firstly look at well what did they actually book in for on their first appointment like this is the physical reality of it like what backtrack them and think and and look at what did they book on their first appointment or ask them why did you come in to see me where did you come from kind of reverse engineer the process if they were a referral um then I would be trying to do some testimonial ads where you use client reviews and client testimonials and things as your social proof and credibility and trust building to get people, um, you know, coming to check you out based on what other people have said about you. Um, or if they found you on Google, let's say, then I would be setting up some Google ads, I would be updating your Google My Business listing, I would be trying to make your website easier to find on Google if people are searching for eyelash extensions in your area on Google and if it was on social media then I'll be like well what post was it, what was the special offer or was there a special offer or did they just find you because they were searching for um, eyelash extensions in your area, if so what hashtags were they using, make sure you're doing all of that on all of your posts, like really dig into that and then also once you know the type of people that they are and the reasons why they are getting eyelash extensions um for, so for myself personally if you're going to use me as an ideal client I'm an entrepreneur business owner I'm a female I have children I don't have much time or energy I am you know on camera for a part of my work because I'm a personal brand um, not, I don't take pictures or videos every day, but I like to just have my lashes done because they make me look good for my work, which is important because I am my brand and also they make me feel good even when I look like I haven't had enough sleep. Um, <laughs> so if if you were to use me as your ideal client, then you could put together a package for um, either if you wanted to go after mums or, or entrepreneurs or mums who are entrepreneurs to be more specific and then target using social media targeting mums who are business owners and entrepreneurs put together some kind of package or bundle that speaks to that person and either has a limited time discount offer for this month to come in and like with, with the kind of language that you use and the wording you'd use like you'd you'd speak to that person like you look I know you have no time and no energy so like what is the time that you can come in and get your lashes done if you were to start getting them done regularly for me it's in the middle of the day while my kids are at school and then I go shopping afterwards 
and I turn it into a day for myself and I love that. So that could be an ad. Like this is what I mean. The more you know about the actual people that are coming in um, and the more you focus on who those people are and what they want and why, the easier it is to get their attention with your ads because they're not just it's not then just an ad about eyelash extensions it's an ad about the person that's reading it so of course they're going to pay attention because they're like oh shit this is me um and then i would smash that ad or sorry not first first i would test the ad <laughs> i'm just confident that it would work because i know my strategies um but first I would test the ad. So I would boost it for a week at $5 a day or $10 a day. And I'd be prepared to gamble that money and see what happens. But I'm quite confident that when this strategy is applied and done well, um, you would at least get, let's say you spent $35 for a week and you get two bookings from that. You've covered the cost of your ad. It may not be immediately jumping from 5k months to 10k months but there's progress so then the next week you do the same again or you double the ad spend or you double the boost spend you get four new clients now also you've got to obsess over customer attention and try and get these people having an amazing experience with you and coming back more often excuse me i'm losing my voice now um and yeah and then the, and it just grows naturally from that so once once you have one or two ads running that are bringing in new clients consistently even if it's only one two three a week and you keep them coming back and then you scale that and you just keep bringing in as many as possible um you will grow and you just track your revenue week by week month by month ideally it's just going up 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 start popping some of that aside into your savings account and you will get there in a couple of years i am confident about that because I've done it before. So that was my first episode like this. I would love to know what you thought about it. Give it a star rating or share it with someone or come into my Coffee with Carissa Facebook group and tell me if you liked it or if it helped. Um, and if you want me to do one of these episodes about you and your business, um, go to my Instagram, which is at Carissa Hill Coach. Um, go to the links, click on Peace, Love, Profit, which is my... Um, marketing membership where I teach you how to write ads like this and I give you templates for a lot that I've already written that you can use um, and just fill in that contact form and check the box at the bottom that says yes you can use my information in your marketing or like podcast videos stories etc um, this was fun so I hope you guys liked it and I would love to know a little bit more about your business so jump over and fill in that form if you can or if you want to. Okay, have an amazing day, um, have an amazing week, put some of this into action if you can, and I'll see you online somewhere.